Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Hello and welcome to Digging Dexter. This is Victor, and now that he's done seeing fake dead people, today I'm joined by Colton. Colton, how are you? I'm good. I don't know why this was brought up. My hobbies in the show. God, <laughs> some things aren't kept in private anymore. Oh, God. Do you? Uh, we spoke about this already. Um, this is episode nine, Get Gellert. And this is the. Do you laugh at the way they do the reveal and how, like, this show thought they had, like, the boom of, like, the reveal? Because they I had don't... it with Brian Moser. You know they what I mean? De- they definitely they, had it. Brian Moser, they 100% had it. This one got me when it very first came out. I talked about this. Like, I did not suspect it at all. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this. Watching it now, and I'm just going through, I'm like, oh my God, this is so obvious. Like, and apparently I wasn't the only person in the entire world that didn't realize it because all over ATV, everybody's on there and they're like, oh yeah, they're like totally, he, Geller's not even real. He's already dead. And I was just like, how do these people back in 2011 realize this? But So yeah. um, I follow one of the writers on Twitter and I actually, I've said this story probably a thousand times, uh, Scott Reynolds, who I'm actually going to try and get on this show. He was actually... Excuse me. He's one of the writers of the reboot too, or the remake, the continuation, Ooh. whatever. Um, but I remember when this episode aired and season eight, when people were like, "What the hell is this crap?" And he was like, "It's a show about serial killers. Like, what did you expect?" And all of a sudden, it's like I didn't know this was a show about serial killers. But he also, re- I remember him saying, "We are watching this through Dexter's eyes." So like Dexter didn't know, but the audience did. It's it's a bad cop out. Yeah, like really like, bad. Whatever. I, I will say this though: if you are, if you like this reveal, I don't want to like shit on it too hard because like if you like the reveal, then I kind of feel like dumb sitting here being like, "This is bad. This is bad." When like <laughs> I, maybe people liked it, you know? If 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 you would have been great is to sit here in 2011 and discuss it. You know what I mean? Right, like I said, because I do remember 2011 because I had the DVDs watching them. It blew my mind when this happened. I was like, when he goes down in the basement because he hears the sound. I was like, what? What's down there? Like, what's gonna happen? And then, like, when he sees the freezer, as soon as now, when I saw the freezer, I was like, oh my god, I know. I was like, because I was sitting with my 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 buddy at the time. We were living, we were roommates, and. I was just like, dude, I was like, Geller's in that freezer. And he was like, what, he's hiding in it? And I was like, nah, man, he's dead. He's dead. Like, all of a sudden, everything kind of started clicking then. But it, so he didn't know either. So to be fair, I was right. two of us didn't know. In 2011, there's two of us. I only had caught on like a few episodes earlier. And to be fair, like if you would have said, like, put your money on it, did you know, like, would you bet he's dead or alive? I probably would have said alive just the way the show sells it. But even that last episode, like, Dexter doesn't even get to see Geller and, and all of that. Um, yeah, it, it, it became a little bit more apparent. Um, so for this episode, I I kind of have only two things, and we kind of t- talked about how the the Batista and Quinn stuff kind of it's odd. I, I guess let's start there. Okay, and only because, well, <laughs> okay, okay, actually. This is actually, go ahead. You were going to say something? Well, no, I was like, because I mean, if you weren't even wanting to, I was like, I don't mind taking kind of the lead on that just because it was my observation to have it in there. Go ahead then. The the floor is yours. Well, so I'm basically what I even, and I even put it in my notes so that I I sent to you is I literally have it titled as Angel and Quinn go on a wacky and goofy adventure. The (laughs) reasoning I even put that was, I was one, I was just kind of making a joke on the notes, but that's literally how I interpreted this, this whole story. So it's Quinn's obviously on the decline ever since, um, the engagement it didn't go through it wasn't broken off it just 100 was rejected and it's escalated where he's late to meetings and so this episode there he's not there for the morning briefing angel goes to get him he slept in because he was drunk proposing to hooker or not sorry strippers the night before um 
comes to find out his gun is missing and um, also his cell phone because he was hooking up with he thinks was one of the strippers. And so they waste their whole day then going to get his gun, which obviously if you're a cop losing your gun, that's a big issue. So um, goes to get it. We get a big kind of funny reveal that he wasn't even hooking up with who he thought was. It was the waitress from Denny's, I guess. So which Waffle by the House. way, Waffle House, which by the way, do you recognize her? Um, the, the one he banged or, or the, the, uh-huh. the, the daughter, um, the one he banged. No. no. So rem- remember six feet under there, the girls that were doing the prank phone calls and they call the guy and then they make it like, they're like, um, that the him he left? that's the wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just was going through every cast member. Like if they've been in six feet under, she's been in it. So <laughs> <laughs> the ties, the ties from Dexter to six feet under are insane. That's really funny. <laughs> that. Um, so his gun and his phone is there. And um, then we also f- kind of find out that obviously Angel and Quinn, they get a, in a blowout. They throw fists because obviously they're really like Quinn's just fucking up. That's all he, that's all I can really say about the story, which we've seen this again and again. <clears throat> One of the things in reading ATV that I, the other reason I kind of wanted to bring this up because it was a plot line I never anticipated and it doesn't end up happening, but I think it kind of would have been interesting, which you might find this interesting is a lot of people were speculating Quinn was going to die this season because he's letting himself go more and more and more. And then that Dokes 2.0 was here to replace him, which I wish they would have done. I never realized that until I, that never occurred to me that they were going to do that. So yeah, it would have given this season some levity. And if you look at most of the main characters, the main cast on Dexter, like nothing ever happens to them. You know, we, we are now in 2020. We're like game of Thrones spoiled in terms of like a big character is going to get, you know, the biggest one is what the biggest one is Dokes, right? That I can think of. Am I missing Dokes? Dokes was big, and I mean, you have like the people who who came in for a season. You know, you have your John Lithgow's, your uh, Jimmy. Yeah, Smith's but that's whatnot. anticipated every season. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Um, the the entire cast stays together until the end. Like none Lundy, of, I, mean, I guess Lundy. Lundy kinda. was a Lundy was in like you know, eight episodes in season two and then four episodes in season yeah, four. Um, that's true. But uh, the main cast just never dies off. Nothing even happens to them. And I mean, one of my biggest well, nitpicks with the show is like, they, they all don't matter. Uh, who are you talking about? Uh, Bob, not Bobby Brown, Mike Brown. No, the Gorta. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking, I mean, we're talking, we are, that's 84 episodes in to the show. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, no, up to this point, though, up to this point yeah, where yeah. we're at right now, nothing, nothing has happened to any of the main cast. It would have been a good way to give some levity to this season, but yeah, like nothing happens. On your point about what happens at when they go to, this is something that uh, popped up on Reddit about maybe a year ago, give or take. I I think this show and I think this episode and the reveal and everything get the, the uh, s- certain parts of the show get super lazy. And so what I'm going to do here is this is about the 1340 mark of episode nine. I mean, I'm going to pick up my iPad and show Colton on camera. Um, if I have the time, I'll kind of tweet out the link. Quinn uses the computer. Remember, he has to like track where his phone is. Mm hmm. Um, you have to, and I hope you could see it through here. And this is not a audio medium by any means. Look at the way he uses the mouse. It's so goddamn bad. Uh, let's see here. What is all right? I... You got to do that. There's all right. Ready? You... All right. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh man! What the? <laughs> <laughs> that is the most fake way to ever use a mouse I have ever seen. So, so to, 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 to give the audience, if you're not able to see exactly what we're talking about, Quinn goes to his computer and he has to locate. So he types in some, you know, you, you assume he's typing in a website and then he, the way you would go to your mouse, like, let's just say you go to your address bar, you go in and you type in uh beginning of the end.com. And then you go to your mouse to hit enter. 
Quinn does that, but he like taps the mouse as if it's like Morse code. It's the (laughs) strangest thing ever. (laughs) It's like, wow, that is some bad. That's lazy, though. That's lazy on the production staff to not be like, let's shoot that again. Quinn or what's his name in real life? Joseph Harrington. Desmond Harrington. Desmond Desmond Harrington. Use the mouse like a fucking human. Not like I was gonna say that's lazy on the actor's part too. Like, have he has he never actually used a computer? Now I wonder. Like, you yeah. know, like has he? Maybe he's like one of those people. He's like, no, I'm an actor. I don't use computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the one finger typer. Are you a one finger typer? No. Oh, with yeah. my job, I can't be. I have. I'm all the way. Yeah. No, yeah. I I have to. I want to say, my is this even still a relevant guam does they still say guam it's guam right the g w a m like how you words per minute no general general words gwp general words per minute or whatever you know how Uh, many words you that wasn't even a joke like i really didn't i don't know about that stuff okay and and i'm i say guam i'm probably an idiot it's not even called that i think it's general words per minute gwpm or whatever but i think it was called guam or general words assessed a minute or something like that um it's how many words you can gross words per minute okay gross words per minute and how many you can type um i wanted to say like at one point with like because just because of all the jobs i've done i've always had to type a shit ton of stuff um i was at like 95 or something like that um with like i think like two errors or something so like no i i have to type yeah which I'm saying that there's probably people that are listening. They're like oh, amateur, like they're at like 200 words a minute or something like that. So I don't even know what I'm. I'm I didn't even know this. I literally thought you were trying to say Guam, like the country. I always thought it was um, called Guam, but yeah, I think it's actually yeah, it's not that at all. Um. All right, that closes Sorry, out. Yeah, Batista. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. That closes one, out. Wait, are so you a peck? Like you do one? Your chicken? I do a voice to tech, voice to type. I, I don't. Oh. Look, at, look at these pretty hands. You think I'm going <laughs> to waste them away on a. <laughs> uh, so, Deb, this episode, um, we're, we could lump Lewis in here. Yeah. Um, I like two things. It's so funny, man. I, I, I'm, I'm every episode now. I really like how they do some things, how they plot it out. And I really hate how they do certain things. The Geller reveal. I hate it. This Morris girl who died in the hotel, who was the hooker and the father comes to reopen the case. And then you learn like the, the Matthews is behind it. Mm-hmm. I love how they're slowly plotting because this has season seven implications big mm-hmm. time. And Deb and therapy will have crazy implications also going into next mm-hmm. season. Um, and I love how they're plot. Like, you know, the guy shows up and at that point, you're just like, well, why, you know, LaGuardia knows, LaGuardia's behind this and closing the case. And, you know, Deb, it, not knowing anything, just wants to cl- uh, keep it open to investigate. And it's like, I don't, I mean, maybe this shit happens all the time in police politics, but that girl had a ster- cracked sternum. That's fucking hard to do. Um, yeah. And, and, but that also coupled with like everything that's going on in Deb's life with, fucking blood being thrown on her uh dexter fucking like not being there for her the table Mm -hmm. the chair shit i just like how they're like they're like lacing up their shoes and they're gonna like tie this all together um i I, i'm shocked at how good they can do this and fall flat so many other places so when you say pull this together, are you talking about how um, – because we can spoil things, right? Like we're totally on board with spoiling and stuff like that. Yeah. About yeah. how this is going to connect with what happens with um, Deb and Matthews in like three episodes, right? Like the getting exposed. That, and- that but this also has season seven implications with Dexter's storyline like late in the season. This basically makes Matthews get retired. I don't want to do yeah. this too much because we, we talk too much. Um, but it's how he sort of clears himself of the Bay Harbor Butcher again in season seven. Well, no, I was just saying because um, one of the things I didn't catch this until honestly it was my second or third time watching this episode because I actually watched this one three times before we recorded for whatever reason. But I didn't catch that Mr. Morris is the reason he's questioning Deb is because LaGorta is the one that told him about it. She's his snitch, or she's Wait, the snitch. Yeah. How did you? How did? How did you get that? He says in the thing. Well, how I'm interpreting it, at least, is how 
he says that he's like her sternum was cracked. He was like, um, which the paramedics didn't so- perform CPR. And Deb says, "How did you know that?" And he goes, "Don't don't." Uh, he says something like, "That doesn't matter about my sources or something along those lines." And well, that's what I'm assuming. Now, if this goes into season seven, remember, I don't remember nothing about season seven. So I'm tying all this together because I know how this season ends, obviously, with math, the Matthew storyline and all that. And then um, him getting ratted out and stuff like that. Um, I remember how that part of it kind of happens. But th- that's how I'm interpreting this, at least, is everything is tied back to her. I... If that, well, first I want to say this is another situation where, um, you know, is Travis banging his sister? I want to put this to the poll and have only one person respond because I <laughs> never even I never even made that connection that Laguerta because Laguerta is also telling Matthews like I'm I tried to get Deb, to, but Laguerta is pretty insistent with Deb to close the case so that, that I don't think she was, is. I think she's playing both sides. I literally would not have put it past her. She's playing both sides. I'm really curious if anyone listening thinks the same thing. Like thinks I what where my mind went to was the medical examiner's report. I don't think he would got it. I don't think he would. Um, I don't think he would. In in Florida, he would. It would take a while. I'm not saying he wouldn't have got it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't know if he would necessarily know how to read it and how to interpret from it. Plus, he wouldn't have known. Well, did the necessary did the EMS also perform this or not? Would that be in a medical report if the EMS performed CPR or not? Yeah, it would. Oh, okay. See, I don't know that part. I can't. You know, not in Florida, so I don't know how that yeah, stuff yeah. goes. Um, but I, I'm curious if you're out there and you think like Colton that Lagreda was behind this. That's something that's never popped into my head until right now. So it's it's really interesting to to think of the idea of like Laguerre is doing playing both ends. So that's really interesting. Never even crossed my mind. Oh, see, I thought I was just like really late to the story. Like, <laughs> no, okay, huh. no, um, that's good stuff. Never even thought about it. Okay. Um, oh, sorry to go off on a tangent on that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. The scene with Amy and Lewis, it's basically, you know, there's, I totally forgot. And I guess I'll mention it earlier. Jamie. Did you say Amy or Jamie? Uh, what is she? Oh, her name's Amy in real life. So Jamie. She's Jamie, Jamie. in the show? Yeah. Ja- or, yeah. Right? Yeah. Jamie. 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 Uh, little, little treat for uh, longtime listeners and longtime listeners. And I mean, just the first five seasons. Marissa actually watched this episode with me and I just told her like, just throw me one liners, just say your whatever stuff, you know? So I told her like, Hey, Hey, watch the recap just to like, you could, uh, you should like record it. You should record her doing it next time. (laughs) Well, dude, what was funny is in this scene, they do the recap and they do the scene where Batista's at the restaurant and he shows the gun and Marissa just burst out laughing. She doesn't even have any context of what, what's happening. She just laughed at like Batista showing his gun. Um, and that's sort of, and then Lewis and, and Amy, um, Jamie, whatever fucking name is, um, kind of make up. They, they go into the bone zone and we get the reveal. This is the reveal, right? It hasn't been mm-hmm. let, that Lewis is the one who bought the prosthetic. Truck, yeah, the ice yeah. truck killer prostitute hand um i guess there's really not much i i wish again we were in 2011 because we could speculate wild because lewis looks like brian and mm-hmm. dexter in terms of body stature like he obviously the face doesn't look like but it and i would love to know again i i've said this so many times they had bigger plans for the lewis character but it got cut short um yeah, I, it's. I don't really have anything else on that because we're not going to speculate. So it's like, all yeah, right, it happened. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. I guess we can move on to uh, the big part of this episode with Dexter and DDK. Yeah. So the episode opens up exactly where the last one left off, and where Dexter is. You know, he's going to help Travis kill kill Geller. As the episode states, they are getting Geller. Um, the first opening scene I want to play um, and Dexter. It's funny because the, the show is hinting us. They do such a bad job about this Geller thing, but they kind of they kind of let us know in the beginning that like 
it's Dexter's Dark Passenger and Travis has one too, but his is alive, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So I want to play the opening, um, little opening monologue from Dexter. Um, and then also, I think, Colton, you have a, Dexter sort of mentions you here. I've had my Dark Passenger for so long that I can't really recall life without it. Like someone who's grown up with a club foot or a stutter or a lazy eye. It's simply been my own affliction that I accept as part of who I am. So Dexter is basically comparing a dark passenger with Colton, the 46th president of the United States of America, uh, Joe Biden. It's kind of crazy. Like, and, and he has a point, you know, like it's just uh, um, and the way the episode opens where he's like, I'm going to break the chain or the link between Travis and Geller. The chain, 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 chain. But he, he does the thing where he puts like the chain out and like Dexter goes with the axe. Um, it's one of the rare times, you know, it, the show gets really cheesy like that. But I kind of like what imagery they were going for and whatnot. Actually, with the opening to this, I actually really like this because when he takes his finger and he points it on the thing and he does the little like like that. I was like, that's Dexter. Like, I re- this is season one. Like, something about the way Michael C. Hall doing that. I was like, that's terrifying, but also, like, really cool to see him do that. Yeah. Um, the – and like I said, I mentioned that I was watching this episode with Marissa. And let me say, we are 29 weeks pregnant. So Marissa's entering that stage where there's a lot of moaning and groaning, and she kind of can't, like – do full days she gets like really tired so she mm-hmm. she crapped out halfway through this episode and she wasn't having any fun watching it um but when they bring up geller's blog mm-hmm. did anything ring a bell with you i'm like similarities because <laughs> i thought it and then marissa vocalized it no trumpers just how they're all on this blog and they're like all swearing to the almighty, like, you know, um, like, Oh, the big daddy Trump type stuff and all of that. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Just like all on like, you know, message boards and, and stop the vote and whatever. Um, I, I was thinking it, but like, I, I probably would have never even brought it to air, but Marissa was like, look at this. It's this just like, just like Trump stuff. I was like, Oh wow. Look at that. If you didn't see it then. No, I really didn't, but it was, the only thing I saw on it was I all I could think of is I remember blogs like this back in like oh, 2000, yeah. you know, when like, so like at this point, what 2011 Facebook was real, like, like, and I mean real, like it was, it was big, but there was still stuff like this where you went to, cause I, dude, I was on home brewing um, blogs at that point because there was no Facebook groups. So you couldn't look up and you couldn't join stuff. So, but I remember being on different like blogs and things like that on this stuff and do people, it's, it's a, it's an echo chamber. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, which uh, is what you're kind of going with on that. Yeah. I was on forums for like car audio. Um, and it was just like, cause they, like Facebook now, Facebook today, there's a group for anything like, you know, I, I'm in a funeral directors slash mortician slash embalmers Facebook group. Don't even get me started on the groups I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's like really specific, you know. If your if your name starts with C and you had a stutter growing up, and you know, it's like <laughs> like it's all there. Um, another another thing for this season, uh, the website of the blog is beginning dash of dash the dash end dot com. We'll bring you to the same website that we've been talking about. I so I think part of this episode, what like the over arcing point is arching or arcing what's the right word there over uh, over arching or over arcing i think it's arcing over arcing because it's the story arc isn't it or the, it's right. not the story right. arc it's story yeah. arc yeah um is that like dexter is doing good bringing in that brother sam energy and he's like saving travis so he can, you know because he even talks about how he has he could give him a fake identity after this is all over um but there's a scene where Dexter's at Harrison's school and the guy's like, why are you here? What, what did you have to do? And Dexter's like, yeah, I'm here for my son. I have no idea why that scene was in here. I don't know if that was supposed to be like in another episode. Yeah, it's just like Dexter really loves his son. Because I mean, later in the episode, it's like, you know, Dexter, and I'll talk about it because it plays into bigger parts where 
uh, Harry's just like, you know, you're going to help him. He's like, yeah, because you never helped me. You know, I'm doing this for my son, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like that scene just seemed like a whole bunch of nothing, like a waste of time. It was a waste. I don't. I didn't understand it at all. It doesn't connect to anything. Even like in the later episodes, there's no connection to yeah. any of that. When Dexter and Travis are in the car about to get Geller in the uh, school building, um, it, it's kind of a silly scene, but it's like the one time where it's like, uh, I, I took off my like trying to analyze every scene. And uh, my apologies if you're hearing this in the background. I'm recording. Uh, I record my podcast episodes in the. That's okay. Colton's going to go away for a little bit. I'll talk here. Uh, that's my dishwasher in the background. So apologies to everyone. Um, since Colton is not on here right now, if you guys just want to randomly type like Colton, you need to go live in Portland or something. And he'll have no idea why we said this anyway. Um, when Travis and Dexter in the car, you know, Travis brings up how it's like, you know, I, I got duped into something that's crazy. And now I just want a fresh start. And, you know, this this comes right after Dexter says to Harry, I'm not sure you ever even gave me a chance. Like he never let Dexter somewhat be normal. So I'm going to clue you back in um, now that Colton's back. I was just saying how tra- when they're in the car, Travis is like, you know, I know it sounds silly, but I got like really hooked into like his religion. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, like, haven't you ever wanted to do something where you wanted a fresh start? That's kind of where this episode was going to where Dex, you know, because when Dexter's talking to Harry, he's like, you never even gave me a chance to be normal. You just, you know, assumed I was a monster and it just everything took off on its own. Right. So they're trying to make like the Dexter Travis comparisons, um, which have kind of been doing that in a way the whole season. Right, right, right. Uh, they. There's a lot of stuff that will change your mind either which way to is Geller real or not. It's funny because they're like Dexter's going balls to the wall trying to get Geller in this building. And I think it's the show cheating a lot with Travis, but Travis is like, this is what I mean. Like, is Travis smart enough to know? Like, it's so weird. Like, he's so smart. Or crazy that he can fake like Geller was there and got away. But this, he also doesn't know. I don't know. This episode, when y'all were talking about it, when we did the um, the episode with Sean and talking about the cheating and stuff like that, I never really thought about it until this. This was the episode that now all of a sudden I started rewatching it. It occurred to me. They cheat in this episode more than anything else from – from Travis not knowing to Travis also rescuing Dexter to how fast Travis got the teacher from where he was, got to him and got him wherever it was that he was, everything. So let's talk about that. They find, so Dexter has been, you know, we have this thing where two lot and it's this professor. I'm going to pull a page out of here from, um, bootleg in a boardwalk empire podcast which we have a nice little segment to talk about in a little bit um they have casey anthony and casey anthony is like this crazy atheist that geller used to always fight with and whatnot it's Uh, not casey anthony is it is is it something casey i'm just doing the i was like wait what (laughs) i got you (laughs) got you (laughs) i was like wait what (laughs) um so and that's what Dexter's, you know, trying to save this guy from. And like, you know, how dumb must Dexter look and sound when he goes, you're in trouble. <laughs> and the guy's just like, oh, OK, like what kind of crazy are you? Um, <laughs> so to talk about that, this is the, the night. So this is the night Travis and Geller for for conversation's sake. Get Casey Anthony, kill him, and do all the blood and whatnot. And this same night, Dexter drove Travis back to his hotel room. Mm-hmm. And then they go out, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the next morning is when Casey Anthony is found and he's on the table, his hands cut off, his stomach hollowed out. Mm-hmm. For Travis to get that amount of, well, this is getting like really, first of all, I, Travis turns into saw like jigsaw from he does these crazy traps out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know it's a TV show. 
but the idea that Travis gets all this blood, like if you told me right now, get blood from a dead body, the only way I know how you can't just, you don't cut a dead body and blood comes out or even a living body because eventually he would bleed out, meaning he would die. And if your heart's not pumping, there's no blood coming out. There's so much blood that fell. There's this thing called a gravity injector that they used to do back in the day. And we do sometimes like if power goes out and it's literally like you hold a big, almost like a, um, a cone that fluid is going in and it's pr- pushing the blood out. Oh. I say all, I say all this to say, and especially with Travis hollowing out the, the inside and just cutting off his hands, there would be so much blood everywhere. And when we're talking about Dexter and Travis going inside to try and kill Geller and then Travis doing this elaborate, huge thing. I know we're in 2011, but are there no fucking cameras? <laughs> it's a college campus. <laughs> there would be cameras somewhere. Oh my God. But that timeline is insane of... Now, what I assumed happened, to make it realistic in my head, what I assumed happened is Travis knocks out Casey Anthony, does whatever seduce him or something puts him in a closet and then goes and rescues dexter but even on that it still doesn't make sense because if you've ever moved either either he's dead so you're moving an actual dead body or you're moving dead body weight because he's just knocked out and that's all that is so you're just moving dead weight if you've ever had to actually move dead weight that is so fucking hard to move like and travis is a, he's a he's a big dude like he's tall but he ain't bulky like and no. that case, anthony was a big dude like you've obviously had to move real dead weight yeah, i've had yeah, to move yeah. i actually have had to move real dead weight from other jobs but it's <laughs> not it's not that's not a fucking easy thing like they're i, I don't know and, I, and we're talking about you know I, I it's just it's so implausible and you may have said this and i'm if you didn't say it my apologies this is the show cheating no, like, no, that's no, it is a hundred percent. This okay. is this scene from them getting out of the car to them dropping Travis off at the hotel. That is the biggest cheat of this entire uh, uh, season. But more than the the thing being broken and stuff like that, this whole thing was the biggest cheat. Like I was like, no, I was like, this is this is bullshit. <laughs> that's all. We we, you, we watch Dexter as a heightened reality where serial killers run rampant in Miami, but. This was one step a little too far, and it was more to sell us on the idea that Geller is real more than it was anything else, because Mm -hmm. there's no way you would think one person could do this. We know Dexter can do this stuff, but I mean, you talk about how elaborate of a thing where he gets all these buckets of blood and it's wired to something on behind his back, where if you move him in a certain way, all the things are going to fall down. It's like, what? Well, and not only that, okay. And that is is a two-person job. Yeah. Well, not only that, then the other thing I was thinking is the other, and I, and like I said, I'm not wanting, I'm really, I'm really truly not trying to be the uh, digging bitching podcast with this, but digging bitching. (laughs) But like when his stomach, they're like, oh, it's hollowed. And I'm like, well, how is that even the skin holding? What is it holding on to when they open it up? That's a great point. And I've said this already in the first episode of the season. That is a re- really hard. Like if I gave you, you have to have some crazy amount of sharp knives to do this. And it would be a big bloody mess. And it, it smells so bad. You just don't cut your, I've said this again. I'm repeating myself. You just don't cut your stomach open and your organs fall out. They are all intact and all banded together by by tissue whatnot on top of what is holding that skin together you're a thousand percent right you're a thousand percent right the only reason i knew all that is just from hunting like because I, I used to go hunting quite a bit and you know you got a deer i i that that's the closest i know anything about anything on that but at the same time like i know that there's the reason your gut stays up is one there's fat and two there is your intestines and everything like that. And it's not, they're not just hanging loosely in there. Like their sausages hanging from a rack or something. So you know this because you went hunting. <laughs> I know this because I'm an embalmer and everyone else knows this because it's common sense. Like something like skin just doesn't, doesn't just hang there. <laughs> and you know what I was thinking too? And Dexter makes a, makes a point of it. Like, Hey, there was no, 
pathogens in the blood, but how does it, and maybe I'm just like uh, blinded by COVID or whatever, how don't they all get tested right there for every disease in the book, if that's even possible? Okay, just you blood see- dropping. And then Dexter goes with his gloves and he goes right in his eyes. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't so believe you, it. you say that, I kid you not. When I worked, so, you know, I was a, I was a prison guard for a couple of years and I had different types of bodily fluids thrown onto me at different points in my career. Not only that, also you get in fights, there's blood, there's things like that. Like I said, I, I had to move a dead body one time. They never once offered to do an STD test. I had to do them on my own and I only did it because I was like, no, screw this. Like if I get something, I'm suing y'all and I'm going to get paid for it. <laughs> so I got tested every six months just based on that. They never once offered to test me for any of that stuff. Now, I don't know if this, it's different with different groups, but yeah. This brings up you. You texted me some um, sounds, but there was too much context behind them. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I did a an executive thing here of to me this was the most cringe well there was a lot of there was a lot of cringy stuff but kind of had a lot of connective tissue um let, like let's that. go into it yeah like that the cut of the week this is right after they move casey anthony's body and all the blood falls on him Geller hasn't seen Wrath until he's seen mine. <laughs> okay, Dexter. <laughs> okay. okay, that's actually that's actually pretty good. That's way better than my suggestions. <laughs> it would so <laughs> one more time. Geller hasn't seen Wrath until he's seen mine. <laughs> so I have here I have the rest of this episode. Um let me <sighs> Let me do this and then we'll go back. I'm going to reverse my things here because I have a, I think I, I think through a listener, we sort of uncovered a new segment that we can do. Let me bring up real quick. Lewis is able to unscramble the, uh, where, what the location of where Geller has been posting from. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't just because I completely honestly forgot about it until you're bringing it up. I would, it was so bad. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be the bitching on the show, but like they just hand the guy the paper and it's just like, he's like, yep, that's my IP address. Like everybody knows their IP address. <laughs> I didn't even, that didn't even occur to me. Like, hey, like, Vic, yep, what's that's me? <laughs> you know, your IP address, I know mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I'm dead. I'm dead. We could, we could move. I just, I laughed so hard at that. I barely know my social. How the fuck would someone know? <laughs> so to set it up, to set it up, uh, you know, they bring this IP address to the park and the guy just knows it right off the bat. <laughs> and we see the church in the background. So mm-hmm. we know that my metro is getting somewhat closer. Yeah. I wanted to bring up here a, a geographical sort of um, mistake by the show. Okay. This ch- this church sort of looks like it's on a hill of sorts. Yeah. Florida and especially South Florida is one of the flattest lands in like America. Okay. Like the only times we like our highest ground is like the ramps onto like I-95 or the turnpike. We are if you drove like from one end to the other end of the county and you didn't take expressways, it is just a flat flat road. There's no bumps, there's no nothing. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of a mistake by the show. I was watching this episode and Masuka says something and I started freaking out. I was about to text you until I realized what was going on, but see if you can catch. And I thought of you specifically, okay. see if you see if you can catch the quote unquote mistake here. What do you do? Unscrambled the IPA of Geller's blogs. Unscrambled the IP. Hey, what did he say? I, what did he do? That's what I mean. Unscrambled the IPA of Geller's blogs. What does he even say on that IP? What? He unscrambled the IPA of Geller's blogs. What did he do? That's what I mean. Unscrambled the IPA of Geller's blogs. I don't know. Honestly, I, I, the only thing I can think is unscrambling it. Like I thought he mistakenly said IPA like a fucking beer. 
and I was uh. freaking out. I was freaking out because I was like, wow, this is really bad. And then what, what he actually meant was IP address. I've just never heard of it referred to as well, IPA. Was, that was why I kept saying, like, IP what? IPA? Yeah, I'll play it again. I'll make it a little louder. Um, it says IPA. What do you do? Unscramble the IPA of Geller's blogs. I've never heard that before, but yeah. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, they they lazily let this in the episode. And then I was like, what could the A stand for? And it's like, oh God, the, the A. Um, I think we have new segment time. I have some stuff I want to bring up. Um, we had one of our listeners and someone I was emailing with when the show uh, was a little bit of hiatus. Amy was, um, did you see her comment on one of our um, posts that there was a, that's what she said in Boardwalk Empire. And I'm going to say this, Amy, I don't think this is a great, that's what she said. Okay. I'll let you be the judge of that being that this was your podcast, bootleg and a Boardwalk Empire podcast, but let's listen to it. And I added that that's what she said. I'm assuming that this is what she meant, but let's go. There were men touching your possessions in ways I consider offensive. I could not stop them. That's what she said. <laughs> I didn't think it was a great one, if I'm being honest, Amy. But I see I see, and I get the enthusiasm. No, see, I think it would be more just the, the your possessions. I don't know. I could see it. I think it's pretty good. I thought it was like touching them inappropriately. No, I would. There were men touching your possessions in ways that's I what she said. Offensive. <laughs> I could not stop them. Right there. That's what she said. So, what that led me to, and this is where I'm going to give Amy 1000% mm. credit. What if we did every week a Dexter? That's what she said. Yes. So, I did one for this week. <laughs> I did one for this week, and I literally thought of it. Amy, you're my new like, hero. Oh my God. <laughs> Amy is the hero of the podcast. I have one, and I swear, I think it's hilarious. This is when Dexter is faking a call to find out Casey Anthony's uh, schedule. I hate this voice. Oh, God. But, dude, it's so... I can't believe how well it fits. Yeah, I wanted to talk to Dr. Casey about this D he gave me. <gasps> That's what she said. <laughs> If you're wondering how old we are, we are 14. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk to Dr. Casey about this D he gave me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I, I, oh we God. have, we are. I'm crying. Inch- I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> crying. <laughs> we are inching closer to having this podcast just be a bunch of zoo noises and sounds. Um, oh my God! I just thought it was so perfect. And that's and that's oh. why I was like, God damn, that was such a great idea by Amy. Let's, that uh, is one, such a good idea. One more time for the road. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to talk to Dr. Casey about this D he gave me. <gasps> it's the that way he words said. it. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. say about the D I got. It said the D he gave me. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be oh uh, something. God. Maybe it'll probably uh, Deb every week. Um but I still think it's funny. Um, and then here, this is actually oh another thing. I w- this is another thing I wanted to bring up. And I was thinking, uh, Deb says this about her life, but I think you could switch her life with 2020. Uh, let's see if you understand what I'm trying to say. Are you serious? Bowls of blood dropped on my head. It's like a perfect fucking metaphor for my entire fucking life. If you're replaced for my entire fucking life, just with 2020, I think that yep. uh, works in here. All right, let's get back to the episode. So really quick, randomly, uh I just wanted to add something just really fast because I'm going to completely forget about it. Highest natural point, natural point, which would be a hill or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, right? Highest natural point in Miami-Dade County, which would be the jurisdiction for Miami Metro, is 42 feet. (laughs) While you're looking that up. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Look up. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. 42 feet is four basketball hoops on top of each other. Look up Broward County because they say this church is in Davie, and Davie's in Broward County. So if you if you have if you have um quick enough Google machine aesthetics, um, pull up Broward County. Forty two feet right there is all you need to know. That church is definitely not sitting uh forty two feet here. 
And I have an interesting question. Pine Island Ridge of. is the highest natural elevation in Broward County at 29 feet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's three so, basketball goals. So, almost. so the show got this a little wrong. Something, something, I'm learning a lot about this episode and this season just by talking this episode that I've never ever thought of. Something hit me that I never even thought of. So this is the day after Case and Anthony is found. The blood comes down and we wake up to Travis in his hotel room. And on the wall, he has written, bring the false prophet to the church. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to leave off the, you know, how did Travis write this and then just completely forget about it. <clears throat> but it made me think, does Travis want to get caught? So- so, or or is he so crazy that he does not realize what he's doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, that's a very good point, and I actually don't know because watching how this ends, one okay, like I have to take this into a couple parts, right? One is he also did all of this while he was killing Casey Anthony, getting the blood, taking out his guts, setting everything up, and stuff like that. He also then did this. That's not an easy task, right? So then not only that, but is he wanting to get caught? I don't know because here in a couple episodes, he's going to be hanging out in a dead couple's house, painting and stuff like that while they're rotting essentially and stuff like that. So I don't, I do, I honestly, my vote is he's just that crazy. I, I really think that's what it is. Yeah. You, you can chalk it up to he's just crazy and I'm, you have to take in, Take into account, he has no idea Geller's actually dead. He's actually this crazy. He somehow did all this stuff by himself. I just don't know what the reasoning was for crazy Travis to put bring the false prophet to the church. Besides storyline, you know, it's convenient for the plot. I just don't get why he said, okay. Crazy Travis, let's bring Dexter to the church, and he's been there already. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't want to. I, I don't want to see too much yet because I want to talk about it next episode because of how next episodes ep, uh, it begins the first the like five minutes of it. I, that's when I really want to talk about it because I think that that's going to be the best point to talk about this. Sure, sure, good good point. Uh, so Travis brings Dexter to the church, and after some. You know, Geller convinces Travis again, and Dexter has this chat with Harry about how, like, I'm doing this, you know, for my son, and this is how I'm going to do good, you know, you know, because even Harry's like, yeah, are you doing this for you or are you doing this for Travis? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm doing this for Travis. This is Brother Sam stuff here. Dexter finds Travis passed out. I... I <laughs> did he have blood? I can't remember. Did he have like he a has, wound? He has he has some blood. Okay. And I don't know if this is like I don't it's so crazy to me. I, I don't understand this sequence of events because it's like because here here's my here's my huge question that I never understood. What turns on what's the sound that Dexter starts to hear that starts to suspect? Something he walks into the church and he set up the kill room, but he walks into the church and he sees no one is around, and all of a sudden this something comes on. Do you know what that is? Because it's not the I I thought it was a generator. I think what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be the shitty ass um uh ice box. Which, if you've ever had an actual ice, they don't make those sounds. Like uh, at least every ice box I've ever had, deep freeze, whatever you want to call them, um, I've had multiple different types of ones set up because home home brewing beer, you use them a lot. Um, I've never heard them make those sounds, but that's the only thing I can guess. Because when he does go down there, I feel like it makes that same sound. Yeah, but I and, and then is. So th- <laughs> I'm so flabbergasted as to what it is that turned on. Cause it, to me, it sounds like a generator, but they have no, electricity. Um, but was Travis's plan was to play dead. This cooler comes on, whether he did it or it just happened in its cycle. And then Dexter would find it. Or was this never the plan for Dexter to find it? 
but why wasn't what's, De- what's the sequence of events where Dexter would find just happened to find this perfectly cut box in the floor to go down? Like, you know what I mean? It's just it's no. really strange. Well, not only that, but then also, what is the odds of Dexter normally allowing Travis to walk in there and him not watch from some weird vantage point or something like that? The meeting between right. them. Like, that doesn't make any sense either. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to trust you. You go in there. You talk to him. I'm not going to watch nothing. And I'm going to hang back. And then I'll go in there. Like, that doesn't make any sense either. There's a lot of, like, once again, this episode is what really, like, after y'all pointed out about the cheating, this episode is where I notice it the most. Like, it's really pissing me off. The music indicates that this is supposed to be a big reveal. And if we go by the writers and what their intentions were, and this is a big reveal for Dexter. Um, a weird sequence of events to get here. Kind of sloppily done. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Because you're right when we could talk about a lot more stuff next episode when we get some background story yeah. into how, how we got to this point. Uh, that's sort of all I have on this episode. Um, I'm tapped out. I don't have, yeah, I don't have anything else. Cause like I said, I do want to talk about it. The f- next, yeah. Ne- next episode. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. I gotta cut. I gotta get them out. Do you know what the saying ricochet rabbit is? Cause that's mm. the next episode. Um, I don't know either. Well, I mean, I know bo- the boat, but yeah, the name of the boat is, is, is why is where we get the, uh, the fucking the connection. But I, I have a feeling that's like a saying. Yeah, but sounds like a sex toy. Honestly, I mean, Bonnie, that's kind of what it sounds. Like. It sounds like a sex toy. Man. Let me try and um. So that's all we have on this. Oh, it was a TV show, Ricochet Rabbit and Droopaloog. Droop Droopalong, a rabbit sheriff and his coyote deputy uphold the law in the Wild West town of Hoop and Holler. Good God. I well, feel like I remember those characters actually. Like I just googled it really quick. Yeah, they they look somewhat familiar. Maybe we could get a connection next week. Yeah, well, look at it. if that's all we have for this episode, uh, we can close out. We did not use this week at all. Uh, um, God, 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 God. Oh, oh. Um, Donald Trump will be the next president. And with that being said, we will talk to you guys in a few days or next week or something. Later. That's good.